This is Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic 1027. Eight minutes after seven, joining us in studio to talk a little bit uh, more in depthly about the markets is Chris Gilmore, who is an independent analyst. Chris, thank you so much for your time this morning. What did you make of yesterday's markets activity? Yeah, well, it's, it's a continuation of the same old theme. We're going nowhere slowly. Um, as Arabile said, you know, we got uh, the S&P 500 last night, uh, uh, breaking a five-day uh, winning streak. If you look at the market since uh, late December, since the beginning, maybe the beginning of the year, we're, we're up actually quite nicely. And in fact, South Africa, if you look at the South Africa MSCI, it's one of the leading um, uh, markets around the world. So I think, you know, it, it actually, it, although it doesn't seem like it, um, and as I say, we're kind of going nowhere slowly as measured by the the, the, uh, the GSE All Share Index. Other indexes are perhaps going a little bit better. Um, you know, we're, we're getting some reasonably good figures coming out of some of the mining companies. Um, Sassel is starting to look a, a little bit better. So in other words, we're getting some of those commodity stocks uh, starting to look a little bit better. Uh, nothing to get awfully excited mm-hmm. about, mind you. But um, relative to what's happening in the South Africa Inc. stocks, uh, it's an awful lot better than those are, generally speaking. On the company side, news that caught your attention or perhaps even results? Um, well, we got sappy yesterday and that was a, a pretty lackluster set of results. Um, I've never been a great fan of this one. Um, you know, it really is very much a sunset type of industry and I think these results kind of just highlight that. Um, it was a, a relatively quiet day uh, yesterday. Um, I see that... Um, Sun International have, um, you know, uh, Mohammed Vali Musa stepping down as chairman and Jabba Mabuza is taking over as chairman. Now, that's fascinating because, you know, he used to be the chairman of um, Togo Sun. Mm. You know, he's currently the chairman of Telcom and uh, he's the chairman of, of uh, Eskom, Eskom, obviously. Think, yeah. that's, that's the big one. But, um, you know, and, and let's not forget, he's also the chairman of Anheuser-Busch InBev in, in South Africa. So he's got a tremendous background, both in the brewing industry and in the hotel industry. And I think he's going to bring a wealth of experience to um, to Sun International. Right. Everybody was watching uh, President Donald Trump's State of the Union address, all 82 minutes of it, if you were really glued to his every word. But then, you know, you got various uh, news, I suppose, news sites that were saying either it was lackluster, it didn't have details as to what's going on with uh, China trade relations, it didn't um, expand on... Uh, after the pause we've had with the shutdown, will we have another one if he doesn't get his way, etc.? Tonight we have President Sir Ramaphosa's State of the Nation address. What are you expecting out of that? Okay, let's let's deal with Trump first of mm. all. Um, I, I kind of tend to disagree a bit on that. Um, I think uh, Trump now realizes he's locked in, in in a in a duel to the death almost with Nancy Pelosi, and Pelosi really is a fearsome competitor. And I think he actually put on a reasonable display. Uh, not great. Um, this is not his forte. But, um, you know, he was uh, mag- magnanimous, I think, uh, to, to that uh, that crowd of women who were all wearing white up in the gallery when they all stood up and, and shouted. And uh, unfortunately, he keeps, keeps on plugging away about this wretched wall on the southern border. I, I, I don't think this is ever, ever going to see the light of day. But never mind. You know, um, are we going to see this, uh, the, the lockdown coming back again? Yes, we probably are. And that's been a feature of many, many presidents over the past few decades. Coming to the sonnet this evening, um, look, 
It's only in very recent years that this has been given a, a moniker, the State of the Nation Address. It really is the opening of Parliament, and it's, 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 it's a bit of a, a fancy affair. Everyone gets their best kit on, and um, uh, they try and outdo each other uh, in, in, in Parliament. Um, are we going to hear anything of any, any real importance? Well, last year, I think at this point in time, we were all absolutely wowed by Cyril. You know, here was a, an eloquent, mm. highly educated, intelligent leader for the first time in, 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 in a decade. And, um, you know, but now we're, we actually want to hear something uh, of real meaning. There's got to be some real substance here. And, you know, Arabila and I were talking the other day about um, maybe he's going to, to mention something of real substance when it comes to Eskom. Mm. And, and perhaps we are. Um, goodness knows we need it. We need to hear something um, tangible about how they're going to fix the, <laughs> the electricity utility. They can't just keep on going to NERSA and asking for 15% and, and going away and getting three or four, because that, that's really roughly, uh, that's, that's what they're worth. Uh, they're not even worth that. Um, they can't just keep on going and milking the consumer. A, a new way ahead has to be forged. And are we going to see that? Are we going to see the kind of um, radical uh, steps that are required for ESCOM? Are we going to see um, talk of a uh, splitting into two or three? Are we going to see a partial privatization? If we see that, I think that would be taken incredibly positively. All right. Um, before I let you go, just quickly, Theresa May is going to the European Union to go and sort out her Brexit uh, nightmare or however she views it. I'm sure you're tired of talking about Brexit and Theresa May and everything you know, else. Yeah, I watched Donald Tusk uh, from the European Union yesterday talking about there's a special place in hell for the people who have um, uh, organised this. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, really, he really didn't care. And Leo Varadkar, the uh, Irish uh, Taoiseach, he... Um, he kind of said to him <laughs> under his breath, you're going to take a, a lot of uh, stick in the, in the British press from that. He said, yes, I know. But um, I think he's sick and tired of, I mean, May is nothing but really a petty bureaucrat, and she's handled this exceptionally badly. Um, I, I think I've been fairly consistent in my criticism of, of, of Prime Minister May over the, over the last few months. And, you know, I don't think she's going to extract anything uh, more out of the, the, the Europeans. And she's going to go pro- probably... Uh, for another vote next week, and although she's not going to uh, get the the defeat that she had a couple of weeks ago, the 230 vote defeat, I think it's still going to be a fairly heavy defeat because she's got nothing really to bring to the party, and all she's really doing is letting the clock count down to the 29th of March, hoping against hope that uh, Parliament is going to accept her her wretched deal and not go for a a crashing out uh, with no deal at all. All right, Chris, let's leave it there. We still have him in studio with us and we'll catch up with uh, some more news on that front. That's Chris Gilmore.